0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Before we get started today, I want to give a shout-out to Finn and Harlow from San Clemente, California. They drew some awesome pictures for the website. One of the pictures is from the stories that took place in the southern swamps when everyone was trying to rescue Lucy and Holly and the others. Remember when they ended up fighting those wild beasts with different animal parts? like a bear with tentacles and stuff. Well, one of the drawings is of some of those creatures, and the other drawing is of a werebear, and I really love that one because it has a super creepy face. You can check those pictures out at the website at kidstoriespodcast.com. Thanks for those pictures, and thanks for listening, Finn and Harlow. Today's story continues our Mist Fairy Defenders series. We rejoin Tubes and Lucas and Pierce after the Grey Dragon scared away Dredge, and the trio now must make their way to the Academy as fast as they can to start the rescue of Amelia the Mist Fairy. This story is titled, Mist Fairy Defenders, Part 4. Lucas, Pierce, and Tubes left the Grey Mountains and set out for the Academy. They knew that making good time was very important, so they barely even stopped to sleep. They reached the academy exhausted, hungry, and filthy. Professor Pilsen had already gotten news of their encounter, and he was waiting outside the academy. Tubes, good to see you. However, I wish it were under better circumstances. Pilsen, how do you already know about what happened? We came here first thing, asked Tubes. I have eyes and ears all over the valley, said Pilsen. Come inside. You three need rest and food and a good scrubbing. You can fill me in on the details later. All three travelers ate a big plate of food, got cleaned up, and collapsed into bed. They slept for hours. When Lucas and Pierce woke up, they walked down a hall looking for tubes. The academy was a beautiful building. And the boys were impressed as they wandered around, following some voices they heard. Everything was so clean and quiet. There were huge paintings hung on the walls and beautiful rugs on the floor. Soon they reached a room and heard Tubes's voice. The door was open so they went inside. Professor Pilson and Tubes were sitting at a large table, looking over a map and some books. There were 3 girls on the other side of the room near some bookcases. One of the girls waved them over. Hey, she said. I'm Mia. This is Tulsi and this is Juniper. We're Tubes' granddaughters. You must be the new kids. Uh, the new kids? Asked Pierce, not quite knowing what to think. Yeah, said Mia. We overheard something about you guys getting shipwrecked and living with a mist fairy for a while and then some awful man named Dredge came and took the fairy and disappeared and and now you're here. Uh, yeah, said Pierce. That's most of it. I I guess we're the new kids, but we're not staying. Not right now, anyway. We have to go find Amelia, the fairy, and bring her back. I love missed fairies, but I've only ever seen one, said Tulsi. What was Amelia like? Oh, she was awesome, said Lucas. She was so nice, and she used her powers to save Pierce one time. It was crazy. There were these little glowing orbs floating all over him, and I thought he was... Well... He was really hurt, I think. As Pierce and Lucas continued to tell the story of their adventure with Amelia, Tubes and Pilsen were reviewing their options to rescue her. "'If Dredge has an army of beasts, then we must counter with an army of our own,' said Pilsen. "'What army?' asked Tubes. "'I don't have an army. Do you have an army?' "'Not exactly. Tulsi may be able to get help from an old friend.' That crazy goblin? That crazy goblin king. He may be silly, but he is forever loyal to your granddaughter. And I'm sure the goblin horde would be eager to rescue a mist fairy if it meant they could have access to some of its dust, don't you think? Okay, sure. Sure but forgive me if I'm not overly excited about going off to battle one of the most evil wizards in the valley with a pack of kids and some scrappy goblins, said Tubes. Dredge has been missing for so long that I thought he was gone for good. It's clear now that he has spent these many years amassing power. Who knows how many mist fairies he's captured and how much power he's drained from them. We'll need to reach out to a dojo, too. What's the closest dojo to that region? The Clown Ninjas, said Pilson, looking at the map. Oh, great, said Tubes. Kids, goblins, and clowns, this'll be a real hoot. Ooh, can we come, Granny? asked Tulsi from across the room. Please, please, please. Yes, you can come, said Tubes, but only because Pilson says you're ready. Tulsi... We might need the help of your goblin friend, Steve. Do you think he'd be willing to help us? Oh, definitely, Tulsi replied. Steve and the Horde are always looking for a good adventure. Great, said Tubes. Send word to Steve that we'll need him in the far southwest corner of the valley in a couple days. And you girls, show Lucas and Pierce around the academy and collect everything you'll need for the trip. The kids all left the room, and Tubes turned back to Pilsen and the map. "'This dredge is powerful, Pilson," said Tubes. "'I'm worried about all this.' "'Well, our new students, Ava and Atia, "'described a powerful artifact that could aid you in your quest,' said Pilson. "'Yes, the Oracle Stone,' said Tubes. "'It's an option.' But if it falls into the wrong hands, it would spell doom for us all. And, you know, Pilsen, I I don't trust it. Something about that stone. Pilsen and Tubes completed their preparations while the kids were exploring the academy. You guys will love it here, said Tulsi. Everyone does. The studying is tough. The classes are pretty challenging, but the teachers are all a big help. And there's a town nearby to visit, and Lake Winnipesaukee is right outside, and we're always out there boating and fishing and everything, said Mia. Uh, I, I think we'll stay away from boats for a while, said Pierce. What kind of things should we take with us on this mission? Me and Lucas don't really have much. We'll gather some things while we show you around, said Mia. The boys met many other kids, kids their own age, and some a little older and some a little younger. And they met Chewy, the academy dog, and they met some teachers. They immediately felt right at home. Pierce and Lucas even visited a spare room that could be theirs. The kids also visited the laboratories of the academy. They gathered some potions for the trip, health potions, potions to increase their attack power and defense, and all kinds of things. Lucas and Pierce were excited about one day learning how to make potions like these. For now, they just stuffed their bags with everything the girls handed them. "'And you'll need this one. Ooh, and this one,' said Juniper. "'So what was this dredge guy like? Granny Tubes didn't say much about him.' "'Oh, he was awful,' said Lucas. "'He teleported right in front of us from nowhere, and he was huge, and his staff was bigger than he was. "'He has an army of these giant creatures that look like they're cut right out of the forest floor,' made of soil and sticks and rocks and everything, added Pierce. There were maybe a hundred of them, and Dredge used his magic to rip apart the ground and create a hole big enough that tubes fell into it. And he shot out a magical cage from his hand that slammed shut around Amelia, and then he just took her and teleported out of sight, just like that, said Lucas. The girls didn't know what to say to all that. Remember, they were in the room when the Red Dragon was slain a while back. They thought that with the Red Dragon gone, that maybe the valley was done with all these hugely evil villains. Everyone was slowly realizing that wasn't the case. And the mood got a bit somber after Lucas and Pierce were done explaining how powerful Dredge was. There was an awkward silence to the room, as the kids all realized the danger of the mission that lay ahead. The silence was broken by Tubes' voice. "'I'm assuming you've collected most everything you need,' she said. "'Girls, you finish getting ready, and then do your best to get a good night's sleep. We leave in the morning.'" And just like that, the kids became dedicated to what would come to be the biggest adventure of their lives— The end. So this adventure of Lucas and Pierce is leading up to the most epic Valley Town story ever. And I can assure you that Dredge is only the beginning. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or drawings you'd like to share, please feel free to reach out to me at kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.